When Jesus had come back to Capernaum several days afterward, many were gathered together, so that there was no longer room, and he was speaking the word to them. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. Jesus Christ had been teaching in the synagogues and in public places outside. The people were amazed at his teaching. For, as we read in the Gospels, his message was with authority. King Jesus had performed many miracles, healing the sick, a great catch of fish, curing a leper and casting out demons. Again, the people recognized his authority saying, for with authority and power, he commands the unclean spirits and they come out. In our text for today, we see our Lord and Savior displaying the ultimate authority. Hear now God's word in Matthew chapter 9, verses 2 through 8. And behold, they brought to him a paralytic lying on a bed. Seeing their faith, Jesus said to the paralytic, Take courage, son, your sins are forgiven. And behold, some of the scribes said to themselves, This man blasphemes. And Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why are you thinking evil in your hearts? For which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up and walk. But, so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins, then he said to the paralytic, get up, pick up your bed, and go home. And he got up and went home. But when the crowd saw this, they were afraid and glorified God, who had given such authority to men. As we consider this passage along with the parallel accounts in the Gospels of Mark and Luke, we learn a number of very important things. First and foremost, Christ has the ultimate authority, the authority that Yahweh alone possesses, the authority to forgive sins. Christ was able to examine hearts, read minds, heal bodies, and to restore souls. He had the authority to declare, Take courage, son. Your sins are forgiven. In our passage, we also see that the hypocrites, and hypocrites always, despise this authority. They deny Jesus has such authority. And that is because fundamentally, they fail to recognize that he is God incarnate. In contrast to the hypocrites, the faithful seek Christ and recognize his authority to forgive sins. Though not recorded in Matthew's account, we know that four men carried this paralytic to Christ, and that because of the crowds, they couldn't get the man in front of Jesus, and so they had to lower him down through the roof. They were willing to take great pains to exercise great diligence 
because they expected a great deliverance. Which begs the question, what do we value? What do we expect from Jesus? And what are we willing to do to come before him? Interestingly, none of the three gospel writers records for us a single word spoken by any of the five men, the four who carried and the paralytic whom they carried. We do, however, read that Jesus, seeing their faith, declared the forgiveness of sins. And he followed this with physically healing the paralytic, and that was done as a demonstration of his authority to forgive sins. Those who are recipients of such a deliverance celebrate it. There is an amazement for such saving grace. There is an acknowledgement that God alone is to receive the glory. If you have been united to Christ Jesus by faith, hear these words from him. Take courage, child of God. Your sins are forgiven. And now, join the throng in rejoicing and glorifying Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him. 